Hi, this is Adam Bergman, partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today I want to discuss the Trump tax plan and some of the implications it has on retirement account holders. Um, I believe that retirement account holders are one of the big winners in this tax plan, um, and we'll see in a couple of minutes why. But uh, this is something that's pretty exciting. It's a major tax plan. There's some, some really uh, exciting um, changes that uh, could be in store for us individually, corporation, pass-through entities, uh, and the like. So it's something uh, I think uh, that, that could potentially stimulate the economy and could be something really positive for, for a lot of Americans. So I am going to briefly discuss some of the main um, parameters and provisions in it, uh, at least uh, from what has been reported as of uh, September 27th. Um, obviously, a lot will change as, as it passes through uh, the legislative process. But until then, uh, let's discuss uh, what we know now and some of the impact it could have on retirement account funds. So briefly, let's just discuss some of the main provisions of the tax plan. 20% uh, corporate tax rate. So initially, Trump talked about a 15% corporate tax rate. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a 20%, which is lower than the 35% maximum bracket today. Although if there's 50,000 or less in a corporation, the tax rate is 15%. So uh, the 20% could help some larger companies. Well, definitely will help some larger companies. May hurt some smaller companies. Um, in any respect, some of the large public companies like Apple or GE. In most cases, their their uh, progressive tax corporate tax rates lower than 20% anyway. So. Um, I'm more excited about the pass-through business tax, which essentially are for LLCs, partnerships. Uh, that's exciting to me because uh, right now in those situations, the individual taxpayer gets taxed on their income they earn from the pass-through business at their income tax rates. Um, Trump wants to uh, have a flat 25% of all profits pass-through uh, from these business pass-through entities. I think this is a really positive uh, provision because a lot of small businesses are LLCs, partnerships, and uh, unlike Apple and GE, who, who can have billions of dollars in the bank, most small businesses, if they have extra money, will, will spend it on development or hiring people or making their business more competitive, which, which I think is a great thing. So we'll see how that plays out. Obviously, there could be some uh, uh, shenanigans in terms of how people are generating income since pass-through income could be taxed lower than self-employment income or uh, compensation for services income. Uh, we'll see how that flies. But right now, that's, uh, I think, pretty interesting provision. Um, Trump wants to eliminate some business deductions and industry-specific incentives. Again, we'll see how that plays out. We don't know much detail on that. Uh, there's going to be a one-time repatriation tax from overseas assets. Um, could end up around 10%. Um, so that, that's exciting because there's a lot of money sitting overseas uh, and companies uh, are waiting to bring that back. So if we uh, have a tax sunset or, or a lower tax on some of that uh, income overseas, that could be exciting. President Bush did that in 01 after 9-11 and, and, and I think that really helped, especially if these companies are required to invest some of those savings in hiring people in the U.S. That, that could be pretty advantageous. From a personal tax standpoint, uh, we're going to go from seven to three tax brackets, it seems, uh, 12, 25, 35%. 35% is less than the 39.6% max now, so uh, it'll help, it probably will help some high-income earners. It, it hopefully will help most Americans. I think simplicity is good. Uh, I'm all for lowering taxes, so um, you know, as long as you can pay for this and doesn't um, create a, a larger deficit, uh, um, I think that could be positive. 
Um, we'll see. There, there's a potential for a fourth higher bracket, but oh, that's just rumors at this point. Uh, larger standard deduction uh, would go from 12,000 individually, uh, 24,000 if you're married, um, which which would be almost double the initial standard deduction. So that. Uh, will help the average person who doesn't itemize their deductions. They're going to get a lot more uh, savings, uh, although that could be uh, somewhat uh, reduced by um, the reduction in, in some of the other um, uh, standard deductions. So even though the standard deduction uh, is going to be increased, uh, which is a great thing, uh, and, and mortgage interest deduction and charitable deductions will be increased, um, there is a potential for the elimination of uh, state and local tax deductions, which uh, people in high sta uh, tax states like California and New York will benefit because they're able to deduct some of their state income tax on their federal return. Um, so, so there's going to be a playoff. Um, so again, we'll see how that kind of uh, works out. But the standard deduction will uh, be increased. But uh, again, there's going to be elimination of state and local income tax. Uh, deduction and there's going to be the repeal of the personal exemption which could actually lower uh, the standard deduction benefit. Um, so I'll give you an example. Under current tax rules, you get if you have a personal exemption of $4,050 for each spouse uh, and a dependency exemption if you have two children of $4,050 um, and a standard deduction of $12,700 for a married couple, which it is today, you'll get to $28,900, which is greater than the $24,000, the standard deduction under the Trump plan. So, you know, by losing that personal um, exemption, uh, it, it makes that increased standard deduction uh, not as, not as uh, powerful. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, there's a uh, repeal of the AMT, the alternative minimum tax, which I think is really beneficial. Uh, increase the size of the child tax credit, which is something his daughter wanted. Um, so we'll, we'll see. There's an elimination, as I mentioned, the state and local tax deduction, which will hurt uh, New York, California, New Jersey. It, it won't it actually make states like Florida, uh, uh, states that don't have income tax, uh, I think, more attractive. And, and, of course, there's an elimination of the state tax, which uh, the exemption now is $5.49 million, and he wants to reduce that. So even if you die with more assets, you're not going to have to pay state and local tax. Um, so how does this all play out for retirement accounts? Well, there hasn't been much said about retirement accounts. Uh, obviously, I think most administrations understand that it's a positive to, to incentivize people to save for retirement. We haven't heard much from the administration on uh, Ross, uh, pre-tax, 401ks, IRAs. So we don't really know much. There hasn't been much details about it. Um, especially based off this tax plan, um, you know, the sections of the plan refer to retirement savings and other provisions, but there's no other details. So we don't know, but based off what we know, because the Trump plan eliminated the state and local tax deduction, uh, potentially reduced the, the benefit of charitable and mortgage interest reductions, because since the standard deduction is higher, maybe more people are expected not to use itemized deductions. And if you don't itemize, then you're not going to benefit from charitable or mortgage interest deductions because you're just going to take your twelve or twenty-four thousand standard deduction. So the good thing about IRAs is IRAs are above uh, the line; they're not below the line. So above the line means you get them anyways, whether you standard deduction, itemized deduction, you get in your IRA or four hundred and one k deductions, which are huge. Two thousand seventeen uh, traditional IRA is fifty-five hundred, sixty-five hundred if you're over fifty. SEP IRA contributions go to fifty-four thousand. 
401k contributions. If you have a solo, it can go to 54,000 or 60,000 if you're over 50. So um, it's a great deduction. It's not going to be limited by whether you st- use the standard or you itemize. Uh, I think it's it's really a, a great thing. Obviously, I'm, I'm for people saving. I don't really care what they invest in, whether it's stocks, real estate, mutual funds. I, I don't care. Just save. Do that on a continuous basis uh, over the course of your life. No matter what you invest in, uh, the, the chances are you, you're going to have a lot more than you, you, you think because of the power of tax deferral or tax-free savings in the case of a Roth IRA. So pretty exciting. Uh, I think the tax plan overall some really uh, attractive features. Uh, the, the benefits for retirement savings should be greater because it's above the line deduction and it's not going to be impacted at all based off whether uh, you itemize or you take a standard deductions. So um, overall, I think, again, um, keep saving. Retirement saving is important. Um, whether you use a self-directed IRA, 401k, or you just employ your 401k or just do a regular IRA at a good old bank, keep saving. doesn't matter. Uh, the benefit the government's giving you a, a, an attractive uh golden egg and and you need to take advantage of it and this tax plan seems like it could reduce your taxable income and also uh, make retirement savings more attractive because of the fact that you can still get to those deductions even if you use the standard deduction and don't itemize. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, hope you found the podcast uh, helpful and interesting. Uh, If you have any questions or would like to discuss further, uh, please let me know. Um, 800-472-0646, 800-472-0646. Extension 12, uh, Adam IRA Financial. You can always email me at Adam B, A-D-I-M, B as in boy, at IRAfinancialgroup.com. Thanks, and until next time.